Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo! with you on a Wednesday morning. We are glad to be with you today, halfway through the week, halfway to Mississippi State versus Kansas State. Thank you guys for listening, wherever you're listening to us and however you're listening to us, be it at supertalk.fm or wherever you get your podcasts from. We appreciate our listeners, especially other great servicemen and women out there taking care of us while we're not looking. And, of course, we want to thank our sponsor, Strange Brew Coffee House, Churning Spoon Ice Cream. I'll be honest with you. I may, I may have to drop the big word here. I may have to, it's, it's something hot out there. It's something hot. It is. It's it's it hot. Is, it is that I'm on the verge of, of saying it. It's that dang hot out there. Well, we don't have an explicit content thing next to our podcast thing. I'd like to keep that away if yeah. we could. Yeah. So I would prefer you to keep it. Okay, I can just put a spoiler in there. There's explicit language. You know? <laughs> I can just put that. I, I'm the guy who writes the descriptions. Earmuffs. Yeah, earmuffs. No, earmuffs. I'm, I'll, I'll hold it inside for this one. But it's hot. I may have to. I may have to get some ice cream. I may have to do it. It's just. It's just, it's just that dang hot. And I may not eat it either. I may just like put it on my back of my neck and just like sit there for a minute. You know, there's another uh, invention we have in this country. It's called ice that huh. would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, but it would probably you know I want I want and, and, and if it melted, it was just it would just be water. It'd be less It'd be sticky. sticky. Yeah, yeah. Especially if I go the whole way like out of Sunday or something, you know, it'd be be no good. Yeah, you're probably right. I might want to go that way. I should just eat the ice cream yeah. if I get it. Yeah. Okay, I, and, I, and, I, I mean, you talked me into it, Joel. I mean, Joel it, over here, I'm trying to lose weight. Joel's like, no, no, eat the ice cream, Brian. Well, I'm just saying, like, you don't want to dump ice cream down your back. Joel, if, it, has if a, there's chocolate syrup or something Joel on it, has and it gets plan. down to your britches, it may look as though you got so hot that you, you know. Yeah. So Joel's that, that plan is this: he's like, I'm going to make sure that I'm always the skinny one on the show. <laughs> We're always. It's never going to be. I'm not going to let Hey Dad lose that weight. <laughs> You're supposed to be my. It, what did you say the other day? Help me on my walk. <laughs> You're not helping anything. I had a great idea to get cool and not burn cal and not gain calories, and now you're telling me no, Brian. Stuff that ice cream down your fat mouth. Well, That's what you just said. Th- I- I'm speechless. <laughs> I- there's nothing that I can do to, to get to the rumblings. Oh, by the way, before yeah. we get to the rumblings, I'm noticing all these five star reviews you're, you're dropping us. How many? Here, what folks. kind of reviews? We- we're getting five, five star, star reviews. Like, we-, we got a lot of reviews lately. That's great. The most recent one was a five star five star review yeah. that says that you need a cough button. I do need a cough button. I'm feeling better, though. It's it's finally starting to end. says, hey, Dad needs a cough button. He's been hacking up along here lately and letting everyone hear it. I'll tell you what. It's been a lot worse in the past. This is this is mild. And you know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Usually, no no joke. You know, we're, it's because I went break, early. We're breaking down the fourth wall here a little bit. He doesn't have it with him today. Brian usually totes. Oh, he does have it with him today. You may have heard that. Brian totes with him a this, like, gallon bag of cough drops. I, I, would, I guarantee I have bought... In the last five years, I've bought ten of these, and they go quick. They they stay with him from at least like August to January. What is you, got, the, you have more? In I there? got one in the bag. We, too. we have a spare. Yeah, I, I'm they, I'm prepared. It's with him in the press box. It's with him when we record. It is always with him. Yeah. So anyway, he, he, he yes. But Brian, that said, he, this is this is really mild. Like normally, it really is. Like it's because I went early. I, the first day I was sick, I went to the doctor. We'll start doing that from now on. I'm gonna stop being the stubborn old man. There have been. Well, even since you and I have been together, I, I, I can't speak for when you and Bob were, were doing the show together, but even since you and I have been doing this, there there have been a show or two that we did not do because yeah. you were coughing yeah, yeah. so bad. No, you're right. But anyway, the best part of that review, though, from Matt from Mississippi, by the way. Yeah. Could, Thanks, be, Matt, Matt. could be Matt Wyatt. Who knows? Because the last line of this says, by the way, Joel, chop on. It could be Matt Wyatt. So all of this, picking on you, chop on, Matt from Mississippi, 
Maybe 07. That's a very bald review, so it could be. uh, I meant bold. Bold. I'm sorry. I meant bold. Uh, Anyway. We got a lot of rumblings to get to today. A lot of questions. We we, we always appreciate when you guys send us questions. You, and you've been you've you've done what I've asked so far. You've stepped up your game. We, we're we're still getting some of the same old, same old. But for the most part, these questions are good, and that's why these shows are, are being so long now. Uh, our first question comes to us from Alex Watson, who asked us this question on Monday. Monday, like that. She, she wanted to know the answer to these questions. Hey, the earlier the better. The earlier the better. You know, these rumblings are kind of weird. We ask for questions on Monday. We Mm -hmm. record the questions on Tuesday, and most people listen to the answer to the question on Wednesday. You got to really want to know the answer. So rumblings actually takes up about half our week. Yeah, and then the thunder and lightning part of it is like Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Uh, She wants to know: Could USM beat Tennessee? Uh, I think it'd be a game. I think it's because of what Tennessee is mentally right now, from a talent standpoint. No. Yeah, but right now Tennessee's a wounded animal. I feel like if Georgia State can beat Tennessee, that's a great point. Southern Miss could beat. Could Tennessee. USM beat Georgia State? Yes, we're, we're going transitive property. Yeah, a, a plus a. You know, yeah. Would I? Who would I? I would still slightly favor Tennessee. I would Tennessee. Would, Tennessee would likely be a ten to eleven point favorite. I would take the Eagles and the points. Yeah, for I, sure. That's fair. All right. How good would MSU be if they had this year's offense with last year's defense? You remember 1999 and 2000? That was the question, right? Ah, oh, we missed it by a year. It's it's it looks early on like we're having the same that they the window missed us by one year basically. That la- if last year's defense was out there right now with what I'm seeing offensively, at worst they would be ten and two and probably could probably beat LSU. Could yeah. probably beat LSU. Yeah, you might go into that Alabama game with a chance to win the West. Yeah, and you would definitely be a you would be a playoff contender even at eleven and one. And you would be in one of the top bowls. That's that. They can just never put it together. They never can. So, all right, we got our next question here from uh, Shelton Tillery. Wants to know who wins a championship in their respective league first: the Miami Dolphins or the Memphis Grizzlies? I know I'm a victim of recency, whatever you want to call it. At this point, yeah, Dolphins are a long, long, long way away. I, and I'm not an NBA guy. You're better suited to answer how close the Grizzlies are. But the Dolphins are you know, – they're not winning the, the, the AFC East within the next five years. Not as long as Brady's still playing. Not as long as Brady's still playing. And even if Brady was to to quit, you know, if he was to break his leg and his career end tomorrow, Dolphins aren't winning anything the next five years, I don't think. That's true. So, I think the answer is the Dolphins, though, because the, the Dolphins – Grizzlies are that far away. No, I'll tell you why. Uh, because the Dolphins are a franchise that once they start showing some signs of competency, which they will, they will. Free agents will sign with the Miami Dolphins. Will free agents, elite free agents, sign with the Memphis Grizzlies? It seems unlikely. You know, the way the Grizzlies have to win a championship is sort of the way the Warriors started winning a championship. They need Morant, Morant or Morant, whatever his name is, and Jackson to be Curry and Thompson. And then they got to draft another Draymond Green. That's you know, The Warriors were good through the draft, and then they added Durant. You know, so you need a you need the guys you've drafted to become not just they can't just be good players. They have to become superstars. If they can do that, then Memphis can win a, a championship. Well, the thing because is because it's unlikely a player like Anthony Davis, Clay Thompson, uh, Kawhi Leonard would ever sign with Memphis. Well, maybe it didn't as big of a deal in, in in pro basketball as it is in college. But the thing that makes me lean towards the Grizzlies being you know championship caliber of any kind before Miami is. In basketball, you just need a guy or two. Yeah. And in football, I mean, man. But the problem is in the NBA now, 
Everybody has a guy or two. The, the, the top teams. The Lakers have two guys. Yeah. The the Clippers have two guys. The Warriors still have you know two, three guys. The Nets have two guys. You know, the Sixers have guys. I will say this. If the Dolphins go 0-16, and it looks like they will go either that or close to it, mm-hmm. they're getting the top pick, and they will take Tua. Mm-hmm. And if you have a quarterback in the NFL, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. Yeah, so, and that, you know, that said, that. there's no slam dunk on, on anybody coming to the NFL, but I feel pretty good about, about Tua's chances to be a pretty darn quarterback. The next they- level. Yeah, David Madison wants to know what would Tommy Stevens have to do to dethrone Dak as the goat at state? It's impossible. Yeah, I mean, even if he won a national title, even if he won a national title, it was well, he was only here for a year and he was a transfer. It would always be there. Now he would he would be always beloved. Yeah, but, but he would not. He would not. Nobody. If there was a if the two sat beside each other for an autograph signing and Dak Starkle, would Dak's line. line would be longer. Yeah, and the other thing to remember with that is it's it's just so personal with Dak. Because yeah. he was here when his mother passed away, people love him. They just love him, you know, and they they love him beyond football. You know, Stevens would be like, "Oh, one of our greatest players ever." Dak would be like, "He is Mississippi State." Yeah, and so. the thi- and with Tommy, basically, people are just now kind of I don't know what the word would be connecting with him. And come January, he's gone, no matter what. So he will have been here for basically five months. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Jackson, uh, that's, yeah, Jackson Waddell wants to know: out of Abrams, Jeff Simmons, and Sweat, who has the most potential to be their team's fan favorite? Abr- I think Abr- Abrams seems like the easy answer. He's got the personality. Yeah, uh, he's got the the just the you can't keep your eyes off of him yeah. off or on the field. It's tough for defensive linemen too. It is. I mean, especially you know you look at Simmons right being with Mariota. Everybody wants that. Guy. The Titans want that guy to succeed. So I mean, become the fan favorite. It doesn't make. Yeah, I don't know. That's well. I mean, you look at Simmons. As great as he was last year, he and Sweat both. I mean, if you line the if you line all those guys up that were on that team last year, the most identifiable guys, Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, Man, it's just, just the way it is. Yeah, and, and I mean, is that? I mean, I know it's because he's the quarterback, whatever. But I, it just goes to show how tough it is for a D lineman to to get any attention whatsoever. It's a little easier, I think, for a DB. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'll go with Abram. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, Trotter Flynn wants to know, when does fall start in Mississippi? It's multiple choice. <laughs> Opening weekend of college football, the fall nope. equinox, the first day you can consistently get cold water from the tap, Oh, that's, or, that's a good one. or October. I think it's C. I think it's C. Once, once the water out of the tap is actually cold, that's fall. Yes. So that could be late November. But <laughs> the real answer here, though, is whenever that happens, whenever that first day is, mm-hmm. winter starts the next day. Yeah, we're, we're, fall lasts all of we're, like. I was, we were hours. discussing uh, this with uh, two of the new guys on the beat, uh, Garrick and Ben from the Commercial Dispatch, and I said we're only a couple weeks away from false fall, where we have a week where the temperatures are like in the the, the high seventies and it's breezy, and you start seeing some leaves. And like, okay, fall is here, and then the week after that, it'll be ninety plus every day. I, you know, false fall is coming, and I'm then the, second summer. I'm probably one of the few that I walk outside because you know we're gonna have. It's kind of what you're talking about. We're gonna walk outside for that morning here mm-hmm. in a week or two, and it's gonna be like fifty degrees. Yeah, it's just gonna feel so yeah. crisp, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, it's football weather." I'm gonna be like, "Playoff baseball." Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's another day. We the the first day that you open the windows instead of turning on the air conditioner. That's that's a good day. That is. That's a good day for me, too, because I like to be cold. Uh, let's see here. Graham Yateman wants to know, if we could only eat at one restaurant in Starkville for a year, 
which place would it be? And here's my question. Is this just me personally or is my family with me? Because that changes things. Well, I mean, you got to think if you can only, if your wife's like, hey, I want to go out and you can only go to this one restaurant. If my family is with me, mm-hmm. my answer is probably going to shock people here. Is it McDonald's? Are no. you going to say McDonald's? No. Let's say, go ahead then. It would be something in the vein of, and you could convince me of somewhere else. It would be in the, if, I, if my children are with me, it's going to be something in the vein of Applebee's because they have, Options, yeah, for the kids. Okay, well, I mean, and I know that other places have options. The veranda has a kids menu. Bulldog Burger has kids. Well, menu. I'm saying in that vein, Go something something Burger. that has multiple options. Okay. Well, Bull- see, Bulldog Burger though, I'm eating a burger every day for 365 they days. Got, they got salads. They got chicken sandwiches. They got wings. See, my answer is stagger in because they have the most variety on their menu. I don't have to get just a burger every day. They have chicken sandwiches. They have a Philly steak. They have wings. They have great appetizers. That's where I'm going to go. A sneaky f- possible favorite for me, mm-hmm. peppers. Peppers would be a good choice. Because yeah. you got the salads, you got the pizzas with the flatbread. Yeah, you, you got some you, options. You, you have, yeah, and and Cal T especially. He's a big mac and cheese fan. Like, oh, he he literally could live on mac and cheese. We need to get a Cal T mac and it. cheese at the camp house. We need to get his That, that should happen. We need, we need to get the, 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 the Cal T. Oh, by the way, I'm going to give everybody a quick spoiler alert. You need to follow Joel around Thanksgiving on, or not around Thanksgiving, around Halloween for uh, for the. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't say any more. Just just do it. My, my my only the only thing that I will say on this is, we we just need my wife to not break down and. No no we can't have that. We can't have that. So we cannot have. That. We we have to keep her on board. She she'll be fine. Pay her if you have to. Even if even if she does, we're still doing this thing, and we're just gonna have two things. Right. So anyway, it's happening. Right. Uh. Ant-Man wants to know. I don't think this is actually Ant-Man from the movie or anything. Uh, do you think Mississippi State can go to the SEC Championship with Tommy Stevens? I think they can. I do not think they can. I think they can. Uh, what? Yeah, really? Yeah. I think that Bill Martin needs to call to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium and get several, you know, a, a large portion <laughs> of tickets, and Everett needs to drive the bus and get the team oh, there. They can they go can, as a spectator. They can sit on the 50-yard line. Yeah. Look, as long as Alabama's in the SEC West. Yeah. And, State, and is, at, even State is at best the third team in the West. This year, yes. I, I don't. It would. T- it would be a miracle. I thought you were really going to try to make a case there. No. Like no. you got to be kidding no. me. No. 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 They can't. All right. A uh, couple questions here from Brad Logan. Buy or sell Rudy the movie? I always like Rudy. Yeah, I like Rudy. I know it's not. You know, it, so many of our good football movies that are based on a true story aren't totally accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I know the big discrepancy in the Rudy movie is. The scene where they all take their jerseys in, that never happened. So, I, I get that. You know, I always think about Remember the Titans. Like, I'm supposed to believe the last play of the game, they ran a reverse 60-plus yards for a touchdown. That, that's, that's, how, that's how that game ended? It, that's, that is not how that game ended. That game actually was like a blowout, by the way, but it doesn't make for good, uh, good TV. you got to Hollywood it up a little bit. you got bit. to, yeah. They ran a reverse 60 yards for a touchdown <laughs> on the last play of the game. Come on. Uh, let's see here. MSU's rep for the Connerly, Stevens or Hill? My gut instinct here is Hill, because he's the MSU. He's, he's the he's been the MSU yeah, guy all along. I can buy that. I mean, the numbers have to back it up, but I think they will. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Brad Haynes wants to know best Twitter follows for state, not counting the team or beat writers. This Crystal is a, method. That's the easiest answer. Yeah, Crystal method is the answer to this. If you're not following him, you're you're not doing MSU Twitter right. He he is our guy in the background. Making everybody laugh. Uh, MSU history as well. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should follow MSU history because that's just good. 
clean. Although it, you will have days where you're sad when you do that. Yes, you, you will. You will be reminded of things you don't the, want to be. reminded The main of game is some is near. It's near. It's in the next couple of days or so. It should be. <laughs> MSU loses, it. and you're going to have to live through that. But but they're also you take the good, you take the bad as well. Yeah, so. yeah, you take the good and that. Um, okay, one of your teams can win a title, but it means the others never do. So the teams you're a fan of, I know this is an easy answer for you, right? There is no the, question. the Braves, absolutely. But nobody else can ever win a title, and that includes Mississippi State. That includes anything. That includes Choctaw. I guess Ackerman's gone now, so you yeah, don't really Choctaw care that County. much. So. <laughs> I still. This would be a, a harder question for me mm-hmm. if I wasn't on the beat. Yeah. Because I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Y'all, y'all know where my heart has always been. Y'all know my background. Y'all know where my degrees are from. Y'all know which athletic department I worked in for for a while. Y- y'all know all about me. Y'all know who used to come on the airwaves and say it was a great day to be a bulldog. Y'all, y'all know all that. So this would be a, a tougher question if I wasn't on the beat because no, no lie. Since 2015. There's something about working in it all the time that kind of takes away some of the, you know, state loses or whatever. You don't, you go home, <laughs> your your job's over, and then it's just on to the next thing. Kind of deal. there's something about being in it that some of the edge gets taken off. So this would have been a better question for me to answer um, from that perspective five years ago. But yeah. right now, as we sit here today, the answer may have been the Braves anyway. But sitting here today, it's absolutely the Braves. You know what the answer is for me? Uh, State. No. Saints? No. Lakers? The, the Lakers. Really? Yeah, for two reasons. One, honestly, of all my pro teams, the Lakers are my favorite. Because they have been the only one. they were the only ones for so long that won championships. But if they won one more, they would be tied with the Celtics for the most championships ever. So... I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to erase the Boston Celtics you, from history. You, hold up, hold up, hold up, back up. You would rather the Lakers mm-hmm. win a championship mm-hmm. than Mississippi State yeah, win a championship. I would. I love the Lakers. I would have never guessed you would I say that. I love the Los Angeles Lakers, man. I love them. I, I can respect that because yeah. I'm I'm saying with the Braves. Like I can respect your yeah. I just didn't think yeah. I've learned something about you today. There you go. So all right. Uh let's see here. If y'all could take Nah, I'm not gonna do that one. <laughs> like that's just I'm going to go that one. Uh, Daniel Montgomery, how long for a 30 for 30 about the Antonio Brown offseason? What if I told you? You know, not what's, mu- what's the name of it? Released? Not much of this was covered on Hard Knocks, was it? That, that's the interesting part of this is they missed all of this. Like, what was the point of Hard Knocks then? I mean, this, this could have been the entire season of Hard Knocks. Yeah. Could have never seen, uh, could have never seen Abram at all. Could have just been focused on Antonio Brown the whole time. It, Would have been gripping television. It, instead of Hard Knocks... Training camp with the Oakland Raiders, it should have been Hard Knocks, the saga of Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, that so, should have been the show. Yeah. But it, there, there will be one. There will be one, for sure. Uh, Joy Bailey, if I can only go to one game this year, and it's a 3 p.m. Kentucky game, can I buck the system and not wear black? Yes. Come on, man. Absolutely, don't wear black. Wear a white shirt. Hey, what do you think? You know, we talked about marketing and, and company a little bit yesterday on the show. Do you think there's any way... That they buck this and say they should, but they won't. Say they probably no, won't. no more blackout. I mean, it's three because o'clock in remember the, afternoon. the uniforms are dedicated to helping uh, TK Martin Center. There's just there's too much invested in. They, they may tell the fans not to do it, but the players are going to wear those black uniforms. I'd be willing to bet that. Yeah. So that's Joy, here's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at your picture. You're 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 a blonde woman. 
Go goth. Dye your hair. Go black out that way. You don't have to be blonde to dye your hair black. Go goth. Do you? Well, but I'm saying her hair is not black. Yeah. So, no, you oh, don't yeah, have to. Oh, let that be the only black. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's your blackout. You, you change your hair color. Let's see here. Uh, we got Matt Camp. Who is better, Ole Miss or Tennessee? Tell me where the game is played. Neutral field? It's I a neutral, neutral side, yeah. Um, it's played in the parking lot of the SEC championship game. I know that I'm, I am swayed by the week's events, and I know that Arkansas stunk, but my gut tells me just slightly Ole Miss. I think Tennessee is more talented. But yes, again, but I'm telling you, I'm saying like if they played a game. If, they, think, if this was the first game of the season and all of what's happened to Tennessee had not happened yet. You'd go Tennessee. I would go Tennessee. Yeah. As it is today, I might take Ole Miss. Yep. Um, was Kevin on The Office secretly a genius? Me like Kevin. Kevin smart. <laughs> and the, the, the talking, that thing is so funny. Uh, no, but he was also not, you know, because remember they won the, uh, you haven't, have you seen the one where they win the trivia contest? Uh-uh. Okay. Haven't. Well, I, I'm, he was, spoiler he, alert, he guys, was, I just started watching The Office a few he weeks was ago. Smart. I'm like two seasons in. He was, he, he was like a savant. Like he was smart in his own way. So, uh, what really grinds your gears? I tell you what really grinds my gears. You know, I'm going to give a serious answer here. Okay. Because I I genuinely cannot stand. Oh, we're getting real stuff here. Okay. Humongous egos. Okay. Hate it. Yeah. I hate when somebody thinks that they're freaking god and nobody, nobody's else but them is right, and I I I cannot stand it. Okay. It, It just. No, somebody that will not say I don't know. Somebody that just always has the right answer. Yeah, and if you have, answer. if you have an answer, they can one up you. I just I, a, I a cannot one-upper, stand yeah, it. I don't like a one upper. I don't like tardiness. I can't stand to be late. Like, I'm always early. That said, you and I always say we're going to record, and I'm always late. So, well, I mean, so I, but admit. like I don't feel like we're on a schedule here. Yeah, that's true. It's, like, it's one of those. It's things, just like, kind of a loose. Li- if you say we're leaving at one, if I were, you and I were to let's say we're taking a road trip somewhere, yeah, and I said we're leaving at one. At 105, I'm like, where the beep are you? <laughs> I can't deal with that. I cannot. Let's see here. Uh, Zach Huzak wants to know, with the new law proposed in California, what are your thoughts on athletes being paid? Collegiate athletes. I'm Collegiate sure athletes. <laughs> the pros I, are already there. Yeah, They don't need our thoughts. My, my thoughts on this have always been, I think that in some way they should be compensated because they can't go get jobs like the other students. They can't do all this other stuff to get a little extra disposable income. I think in some way they should be paid. The problem is so many times when this topic is discussed, it's talked about paying football players. And I just think it's tough to dish out money to the football team and not dish out money to the softball team. And, that's why and, and, and dish out money to the soccer team. That's why I'm and, a fan of the name and likeness. You know, allow allow players to profit off their name and likeness, and if you know, then then there's no Title IX involved. If you if a softball player can't make the same money as a football player, well, that's how it's, it works in real life. That's true. I don't know who the captain of the U.S. softball team is, but they make less endorsement money than LeBron James does. Yeah. So that's just how it works. Yeah. And, and, and there, there's also a if you did it that way. So you're saying like if. I don't know. The, the, well, it's a Starkville business. Well, a, if, if the veranda wanted to use Tommy Stevens. Right. 
the, those commercials that we see on the Jumbotron with Joe Moorhead or whoever, where that's where the flavor is. If they wanted to do that with Tommy Stevens, let them do that. Let them pay him for his for his work as a spokesman. You could report it to the NCAA, do yeah. everything on the up and up. What is what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. And people are like, well, then you're gonna have big schools. You know so, what? You mean the big schools might get the elite players? The Alabamas, Clemsons, Ohio States, and Georgia's of the world might recruit better? What? Well, you... What? That might happen? What would we do if those four schools dominated recruiting? What What company... I, I'm just trying to think. Nike. I, okay, well, okay, we'll use Nike. They, they have all these connections, right? No, they have Oregon connections. Well, Oregon connections or what? Well, yeah, but, mean, connect, what, what but at the same time, Adidas is Adidas is a big company. That's not that's not going to be the issue. I mean, if, if one of your boosters runs a humongous company, right. And they say I'll, I'll pay player X two million dollars. Everybody's got a booster that will pay that. Everybody's got some rich dude, don't they? Probably. And I, so, could, I mean, could you do it and cap it? Like you cannot pay well, them then, over. Well, then it becomes okay, the same situation. Right now, the cap is zero, and they're still getting money. Yeah, that's the other thing to remember: is these pay- players are already being paid. They're already getting money. Yeah, it's just under the test. <laughs> you know, make it. And, and here's the thing: they'll still get money under the table. They still will, because there's gonna be some guy who's like, "I don't have a business, but here's a thousand dollars." You know, that's how that's gonna work. But at least the players could be allowed to make some real money. And I mean, it would be real. Imagine Dak Prescott senior year. What could he have made in endorsements for local car dealerships, restaurants, things like that? He could have easily made six figures, easily. And then he has that money. There's no downside to this, none. And I will hear none of it. The, I don't know. I, I just said I would hear none of it. You, you won't. But the problem there is, like Dak <coughs> gets the recognition because he is the quarterback, mm-hmm. and then you have like who's somebody? I mean. I mean, you could have. But that's how it is in real life. Yeah, no. But I'm saying on the his own team, like Dil- Dylan Day or somebody. It doesn't matter. Who's who's the the right guard for the Cowboys? What's he getting an endorsement money compared to Dak? It's the same thing. That's true, but he's also probably getting a million dollars. Well, that I, that you can't help. That can't be helped. Yeah. All right. That's because that's just you know you, if you have a certain set of skills that make you attractive to advertisers. Well, you have them or you don't. Yeah. You know? Bottom line here is I am in favor of paying them, but I do understand the argument for not. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Brick by Brick wants to know, after tonight's, or last night's, spectacular Saints victory, who do you got them playing against in the Super Bowl? Same thing I said on Sports Talk Mississippi, the Patriots. It's a Saints. We're finally going to get, this is the year, we get the Breeze-Brady matchup we have craved. We never got LeBron versus Kobe. We are going to get Breeze versus Brady this year. I really hope we do, too. And that would be a lot of fun. The, the Saints well, are the only team that can stop them. I'd also like to see Dak versus Brady, personally. but That would be okay, too. <laughs> I guess if I had to lose. Because yeah. I don't think we're going to see Breeze or Dak versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. I don't think that's No, happen. that seems un- unless he gets traded to the Patriots. <laughs> no. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rob Fuller wants to know. What impact, if any, will Kareem Walker have on the season with Gill and with Hill and Gibson already banged up a little? None. I I don't think much, None. if any. If I, I think I it's think just too late. Was, yeah, it's just too late it's, in the game. You, 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 never mind that it's, we're three weeks into the season. He didn't practice in in the fall. He didn't do fall camp. He didn't work out with the team in the summer. Forget that, Brian. He's not practicing right now. Yeah, he's not. He's not doing anything. <laughs> no, no chance. Unless he practices not, today, I don't think happening. he's practiced yet. Yeah, not happening. And then. Like I said, I'll be surprised if he's on the roster in 2020 because they can't redshirt him. They had to give him a scholarship. You look ahead to next year, even if, if Hill doesn't come back, you get two true freshmen coming in to go, go with Witherspoon. 
you probably go out and get a JUCO or a grad transfer guy and then just move on. Unless this guy in the last month of practice shows you, okay, next year he can be a, a dominant player. Yeah. If you're, if you're talking about like next year for depth, why would you keep a guy who can only stay for one year when there, there are options to get other guys, I would say? Well, you got a grad transfer quarterback and only stay one year. So. Well, th- yeah, but that's a guy you knew was going to improve your position. That's, that's true. That's true. If you're saying the guy's like, look, he's just for depth. He's the third running back at bat. You just move on to the next guy. Yeah. Cody Perkins wants to know what our favorite college football uniform is, excluding Mississippi State. Well, my favorite college uniform isn't Mississippi State, so it wasn't an issue. Uh, for me, this might sound I love UCLA's uniforms. The 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 UCLA brew and blue or whatever it is, the gold helmets, the stri- the big stripes on the side. Love them. Love that. I love that UCLA and USC do the whole we'll we'll take the penalty and wear our home jerseys both both ways. I love that. Uh, I I kind of like LSU's purple jerseys. Ooh, that would, that's 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 a, that's blasphemy down there. I know. Can't, can't they, 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 they don't wear them. They they, they don't like to. I kind of like LSU's jerseys in general. Yeah. Just there's something about the purple and gold that just I don't know. I I, I think I might I think I'll actually go LSU here. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Let's see here. Justin Strong got his questions into us at 3.21 a.m. All right. Uh, let's see here. It's a good question, actually. Does Joe Moorhead deserve more credit for the way he's managed team chemistry by bringing in a grad transfer quarterback based on how poorly Dan Mullen handled the QB battle in 2016? That's a good question. That's, I think you might be beyond to something. Yeah. There. Because Mullen did screw that up. That was... Allowed the locker room to divide, basically. That was an utter cluster. The entire thing was. The way it was handled in the opening game that year was. Everything about that was not handled well at all. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think Joe does deserve some kudos. Because, look, for, for, for any kind of divisiveness that you want to say that there was, and I don't think there was much, if any, um... I think Joe handled this the right way by naming a starter a week and a half, two weeks ahead yeah, of the that, game. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. People had time. If you wanted to be ticked off, well, you're ticked off a couple of days and you still got a week and a half for the game. I mean, I just think all that was handled the right way. Yeah, I agree. Um, there are still people that believe Tennessee is a far superior job than Mississippi State. What say y'all? Mm-mm. Well, here's what I would say to that, is that Tennessee has the potential to be a far better job than Mississippi State. Far better. They got a lot more money, a lot more support. They got. A, they having even with as bad as they are, they are still a national brand. That Tennessee is a program that if you saw, woke up one morning and they were number two in the nation, you wouldn't sneeze. You'd just be like, oh, okay, Tennessee's number two. Whereas Mississippi State people, people freaked out when they were number one. So they have everything in place. The problem is their leadership is so incompetent. I, I think we were talking about this the other day. They're still paying like buyouts on. They're paying buyouts to Butch Jones. They're paying a buyout to uh, who was the basketball coach before Rick Barnes? I don't remember. Um, Pearl and no. then yeah, Quanto Martin. Like Quanto Martin. I think that's yeah. right. And they're still paying money to. They're they paying a lot. They're still paying. I think uh, Dave Serrano money. I mean, they they're paying uh, their old athletic director money. That's why some people have said like you know they can't go out and get a truly elite coach. They don't have the. How does Tennessee not have the money? That's why I feel former coaches because you just kill two birds with one stone. There you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay another coach. Yeah, but that said, right now for right now, if a if Nick Saban had to pick a team and a program 
the coach for the next three to four years, he would probably pick Mississippi State because it's just the situation is just better. But long term, if you're telling me like a, a coach X knows that he's going to be coaching for the next 25 years at one spot, Tennessee long term is going to be better, I would think. But that said, how much of that though is just your brain shaped by how good they were in the late 90s? It's not. It's that. That's part of it for sure. But at the same time, I know they have more money. I know they have more support. I know they have. You know, they just they're just a bigger name because because most everybody thinks like me. Everybody thinks Tennessee. It's like if I say name the five best programs in the SEC: Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Florida. Who's fifth? It's either people are going to say Auburn or Tennessee, maybe Texas A and M. But Tennessee's going to get votes. Yeah, it's that simple. All right. I, I don't know, man. I think their reputation. <laughs> it's going downhill. It has been tremendously harmed the last that. several years. So I, I don't – it's a lot closer than Tennessee would ever want it to be right now between them and State and, and not just State, other other programs as well. They, their reputation has been taking a humongous it has. hit. It has. All right, uh, let's see here. Will Bazden wants to know, if Stevens can't go Saturday, do you still try to redshirt Schrader or does he get the start? Well, you can do both. He could start this game, and then you've only got two more games to play him in. Yeah. But that said, if Stevens can't go right now, right now here on a, on a Wednesday morning, what's who's who's the starter quarterback for state? If I would guess Schrader. You think Schrader? I, I think you're right. At that point, Keaton might really might just go. Well, here's the thing, though, Keaton. I know that on the depth chart it was Garrett or Keaton. Keaton didn't even have his helmet out there the other day, guys. Like he, he could have gotten a helmet. He could have, but I'm just saying, like. That just goes to show you that there was never, I don't think, any plan for him to play on Tuesday. Or on Tuesday. What am I saying? Saturday. Last Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there was ever any plan. Because, look, Tommy Stevens' helmet could have come off last second when yeah. he was in the game. I think that the plan was always if a second quarterback was to play, it was going to be Garrett last week. Okay. I, I mean, I may be wrong on that. I may be looking too much into it, but... I don't know. Keaton didn't look like he was in any, you know, danger. Danger in the right word, but it didn't look like he was going to be the guy at any point on on Saturday. So I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some unspoken thing of, of, you know, we're not going to play you unless we just have to. And yeah. maybe, maybe they're saving him for late in the they're year, just trying, yeah. in case Tommy gets banged up late in the year. Then Keaton can come in against an SEC team. But then by that point, Schrader's comfortable. So why would you do that? I don't know. Okay. But if, if you made me guess. I'd say Schrader would start. All right. The Allegheny Boys Tennis Program, I don't know if it's all of them or just one dude, has a question. The year is 2020. Yeah, by the way, that used to be like a premise for sci-fi movies. <laughs> That's now, next now it's year. Here. It's yeah. less than like 200 days away. Uh, Bob Shoup decides to move on as defensive coordinator. We Bulldog fans are sad. The only two candidates for MSU are Peter Sermon or Wesley McGriff. Bulldog fans are sadder. Who should be hired? Sermon. Sermon is the correct answer. At least with Sermon, I feel like he has some. I felt like he had a plan. It just was a bad plan. McGriff's just like, it's like just hope for the best. Put eleven guys out there and hope they figure it out. Yeah, yeah. That, and how much of a, how big a statement is that? That we're just saying that guy was so terrible, but this other guy made him look like George Hallis out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Jeremy Kyle Childress wants to know, what are the odds that Dak is the highest-paid quarterback by the end of the season? Who is, is Brady right now? 
No, it's, no, it's uh, not Brady. It's, it's, uh, it's of Russell Wilson, I believe, still the highest paid. Yeah, Brady took the big hometown discount. I think I think the odds are pretty good for Dak. Okay, I think I think he's going to be right there. He's going to be in that group yeah. with with Wentz, Wilson. I guess Goff is there now. And Jerry, I talked about ego a while ago. Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jerry might just do that that way. Be like, might I'm going to have the highest paid quarterback. Yeah. yeah, that's possible. Let's see here. Uh, Dalton Lee wants to know how many more people do you think Kylan Hill will hurdle this year? He already has two and two games. This is remember when they did that video of Bernardo. Just block. They should just have Kylan Hill hurdling random people on campus. <laughs> like you're just sitting there on the drill field studying, you know, reading a book. I was like, "Whoo, where's that Kylan Hill?" You know, I don't know how you do it, but you know, you're sitting, you're sitting in the, in the union, getting, getting, you know, something to eat. Kylan Hill just hurdles the table. The most Mississippi State thing ever would He'd be get for hurt. him to do that, and he would like He'd twist his ankle. We got, we got to get some sort of Photoshop work in there. Yeah. Guys. I don't know. How many more people? So that's over under is. Ah, uh, three more. So five is the over-under. I would take the over on that. So, uh, Let's see here. Gil Mankling wants to know, rank these fast food burger joints. Five Guys, Wendy's, In-N-Out, and Shake Shack. Have you ever eaten at Shake Shack? Uh, I ate, ate at Shake Shack with you. Where? In, no, no, that, that's Steak and Shake. We oh, that was Steak and Shake. That's, that's different. Right. Shake that's Shack, right. I have not eaten that. Then I, so, no, I have not either. Have you eaten at In-N-Out? Nope. Well then, you're sort, I'm out on you're sort of useless on this. I'll do it then. I'll, I haven't eaten at Shake Shack, so they're out. Five Guys, In and Out, Wendy's. Wendy's is actually my least favorite fast food hamburger there is. I'd rather eat McDonald's or Burger King. Really? I don't like Wendy's. It just doesn't taste right. It's not about it. I don't know. Five Guys is the king. In and Out's good though. It's not. It is not what people make it out to be. Like this, some you know, seminal moment in your life when you eat one of their cheeseburgers. But it's a darn good cheeseburger. Have you had it, Fuddruckers? No, I never have. Is it good? I enjoyed it. My, my one experience with it. I like I like cheeseburgers. My favorite cheeseburger in the state of Mississippi is at Ed's Burger Joint. The, just the old bacon cheeseburger there. It's just good. And a Cap'n Crunch milkshake. You, you know got one the other day, didn't you? I did. I did. And I'm all about that. All right, who we got here? Banana John Bench. That John Bench joke will never get old, by the way. That idiot. <laughs> all right. Uh... <laughs> As a former athlete, have you ever lost a ball in the sun? If so, can you explain how unfair it is to say he's got to have that? Yes. I, in fact, I, I heard it the other day that someone said, well, he lost the ball in the sun. The sun's been there since Earth's been here. And yeah. you know what? The sun's always been really bright. Go yeah. look at it. Yeah. Don't go look at it. You'll hurt yourself. <laughs> I mean, if, if something gets right in it. So you I, lost a ball in the sun? Yes. Okay. If I, you lose a, if you lose any ball, a baseball, a football, if it is in direct sunlight and you have to look at the sun to catch it, you are not going to see it. Yeah. So anybody that said, well, the sun's been there since they've been playing football or baseball. Well, yeah. And it's been really bright when you look at it, too. I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I used to play high school football, and I played without my glasses. Because, I mean, I'm a lineman, usually what I needed to see. I'm nearsighted, so I can see things that are close to me. One time I was playing defense, and I, I got through the line, and I saw something coming at me. I thought it was the ball. So I put my hands up to knock it down. It was a flag. I knocked down the referee's flag. I was surprised I didn't get another flag for that. Because it was like, I like it hit, I remember, I'll never forget in my life, I'll never forget the, the feeling is it hit my hand. And I was like, that's not the ball. And so we watched that play in film like eight times. Like coach, the coach was just like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I thought it was the ball." You thought it was the ball? It's like I can't see out there. <laughs> so I knocked down a penalty flag. So I, it was in the sun. Though. I would love to see that. But if we ever get down to Vicksburg, I'll see if they still got St. Al versus Mercy Cross, nineteen ninety two, on uh on film. They should still have it. 
<laughs> Let's see here. Clark Hayes with a fantastic question. How scary would it have been if LSU ran this offense when they had Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham catching the bats? This is the point we've been trying to make. Look how much talent they've squandered. Imagine if they had done that and then for if Fournette back there running the ball. Oh my God. They would have they would have steamrolled everybody. LSU, like, they're the biggest idiots ever. They could have been doing this the whole time. Is there a chance? Whatsoever here, mm-hmm. that Texas is just a a, a Big Twelve. Defense we had that question that earlier, and I, I skipped it. But there's something to big. They're Big Twelve defense, and that usually is not good. But that said, a year ago they don't run. They don't score forty three points on them. They yeah. don't. They're just out there in the in the eye formation, and and Burrow goes eleven of twenty, and and they probably they might still win, but it's it's just different. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Scott Seal wants to know John Wick versus Jason Bourne in a winner really take all fight. Who you got? I, I never saw John Wick, so oh, okay. I, I can't answer that. I don't the, guess. The I, answer so is, I would go Jason Bourne. The answer is probably uh, is probably Jason Bourne. To be totally honest, so you're probably okay. Uh, don't, don't get me wrong. I love John Wick, but Bourne just strikes me as a guy. He, Wick is great, but Bourne. Could, I think Bourne could kill, Bourne beat up a guy with a magazine once. So I'm, I'm yeah. going to go with that. Uh, let's see here. Steven Norris wants us to share a playlist of all our outro songs. Well, I don't have that playlist, but if you just search WWE on Spotify, <laughs> you can find a lot of them. Yeah, basically every – and I don't I don't go back and listen to what you put at the end of every show, but I, I'm pretty sure that every – pretty much every outro song since we've been doing Thunder and Lightning has been a wrestling Yeah, everyone song. has been, yeah. Now, some of them have been like real songs because I've used like some ECW stuff. Yeah. But for the most part, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Barrett Bruton wants us – he's got a bunch of questions. What's the position group – most surprising, good or bad, on the team? Um, it's bad to me. It's the defensive line. They they have been a lot worse than I thought they would. Yeah. Be. And I, I'm trying to just see if I can come up with something different here. I, I know he's only played two, you know, six quarters, but Tommy's been better than I thought. Okay. And, well, then, in a good way. Then answering another one of his questions: After watching two games, does Tommy go over three thousand, three thousand yards? Um, he's at what right now? Like three hundred and something, like three fifty ish. Yeah. So he's got another twenty seven hundred yards. He's got to average two seventy a game, basically the rest of the way out. I don't think 3, that. That seems that so. seems high. Yeah. Uh, what he also wants to know: At what point on the scale do the fat jokes have to cease, and I can tell everybody to kiss it? Hmm. I guess when I, you know. I can see the scale without leaning over, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I mean, like it's not, it's not impeded by the uh, what's hanging down there. I don't know. What, what's, what's the? You may not, if you don't want to say it on air, you don't have to. But what's the total at right now? Like the, uh, I'm, from, I'm between lost. like 35 and 40. I'm sort of. Maybe I remember I took like a week and a half off from yeah. everything. When I was sick, I was just like, I was just like, uh, a I'm going to eat because I feel bad and I just want to eat, and B uh, I'm not working out so. Todd Gibson wants to know, if Stevens doesn't play, could KT's running ability have an element of surprise? I don't think Kansas State is preparing for Keaton Thompson. That's something to consider. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this could definitely be a game. He'll play in this game if Stevens doesn't play. I think that I feel, I feel confident in saying that. Do you feel like that the plan last week was Stevens? Because last week was one of those green light games, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't, didn't Joe specify that? Yeah. So do you feel like maybe the plan last week was for Stevens with Schrader as the backup? And maybe this week the plan would be Stevens with Keaton as the backup kind of deal, kind of spreading that yes. out a little bit. Do you That's, feel like we, that... we talked about that. that you know, like Alabama and LSU are games where you're probably not going to play your backup. But uh, 
these are games. Yeah, the, the, if we're going to play our backup, it's going to be X. It's going to be it's, it's going to be Schrader. It's going to be T- Keaton. Yeah. So yeah, because you got eight games to play with, four for each. So yeah, I would think so. Uh, let's see here. Pepper wants to know. I want to get both of our opinions on multiple players wearing the same number. Seems unnecessary to me. I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I think it's a recruiting thing more than anything else. You got some guys like I just want to wear number one. Well, we already have a number one. Well, I want to wear number one. Yeah. He wants to rock the deuce. And, and we've seen it bite teams every now and then when you end yeah. up with two guys the same number on the field. Yeah. At the same State, time. State had it that just, happen last year. Yeah. They, they had a penalty for that. They did. So uh, let's see here. Uh, Charlie Potts has a question for you. Are you scared of the Cardinals right now? <laughs> Here's hashtag chop off. <laughs> The Atlanta Braves have broken my heart so many times. I would be scared if they played the freaking Baltimore Orioles in the postseason right now. And the, the Tigers, who I think have won like 30 games. They are putrid. Yeah. I, I, the Braves' postseason letdowns have known no bounds. So, yes, I'm scared of the Cardinals. But I'm also scared of the Cubs and, and the Nats and the Dodgers and anybody you, else. If you could just get to the World Series and play the Dodgers, you would win the World Series. They can't. They can't ever do that. Get to the World Series and play the Dodgers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it was only it was possible to. Oh do yeah, that. that's... yeah. Like, can we just like put the Dodgers in and then everybody else plays the tournament and the winner of that plays the Dodgers? Because then you're going to win. <laughs> that said, and baseball's so tough to do this. If the favorites win, the Braves and Dodgers are meeting in the NLC. They are. That's happening. And buddy, I'll be. Oh, <laughs> you'll give me one of those styrofoam, t- those tomahawks. I'll but be the Braves, up, keep up in mind, have not won a postseason series since 2001. Well, this is so. the year. All right, uh, Brian McDuff wants to know, are we worried that Lee Witherspoon's pace of scoring every t- three times he touched the ball in high school has dropped to every seven times he touched the ball in college? What can be done to correct this? This is a good point. I think, you know, the college game, you might expect him to drop down to one out of every seven touches. You know, I mean, it's, it's a big jump. Seems, seems perfectly reasonable. And then when he gets to the NFL, it'll be like one out of every 12, you know, something like that. Totally reasonable. If Lee Witherspoon finishes the season with like 49 carries and seven touchdowns, I'm going to be really impressed. Uh, Nick Chubb, yeah. Philip Owen, we we talked about this a moment ago. But let's let's get a, a number here. What's the over under? Dak will make thirty five million per year. I'm gonna say under, but not by much. Well, I already said that I thought he was gonna be the most, you know, the, the highest what, what paid Russell, guy. I don't know what Russell makes. Russell Wilson's. If only we had a device. Yeah, here we go. Let's see here. All right, he is. He makes thirty five million. All right, I'll, I'll go thirty six with that. You're gonna say you're over? Wow. Okay. Just because so. Jerry Jones. Yeah. Stephen Pritchett wants to know, will we ever see a two-back system where Kylan and Neil are both in the backfield? I don't think so, because you didn't see it last year with Harris uh, and, and, and Kylan. Yeah. Joe Moorhead, not a fan of two-backs. Just whatever, for whatever reason. Uh, let's see here. Brad Haynes decided to ask us his questions twice, but we will not uh, do that. Uh, let's see here. Dan Glenn wants to know, is Brian Scott Rippy as hilarious off air as he is on air? Dude cracks me up with his sarcasm. Rippy is one of the funniest guys I've ever met. He understands the timing of comedy. Like he knows when to thro- drop that zinger in. He has, <laughs> he has a knack for it. It's really And he has that little self depreciating yeah, humor too. That, that's a key. Which I, I that's like. key. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 he's like a sniper. He's just sitting there waiting on you. And as soon as you pop your head up, boom. <laughs> he's nailed you. All right. John Jeffrey Nelson, what is your number one meal in Starkville? So you're going out to eat. Cost is no object. What are you going to have? I'm such the wrong guy to ask these questions because I'm so basic. I know. You're very basic. I really am basic. Food especially. Yeah. I mean, it's it, I, it doesn't take very much to please me. That said, 
I will uh, I will answer the question, but I'm going to let you go first here. Okay. Um, for me, I really just like to go to Two Brothers and get the little combo that we that we you and I got. I want to get. Ooh, that's good. Smoked wings, the pork rind nachos, but I, I do them up differently. I take all the vegetables off and I add bacon, which is a fine trade in my opinion. I want some barbecue tacos and I want some of their pork belly mac and cheese. If I can get all those things, that's a that's a perfect meal for me. Ah, uh, I think I'm gonna. I, don't, I haven't explored the Two Brothers menu enough yeah. to know what is my favorite. Well, we should go eat there one day. Let's go but I, but I, I right do, now. I, I'm, I'm saying think, it right now. You, next next Thursday, we're going to eat at Two Brothers. No, you got you have high school stuff on Thursday next week. Uh probably, but I'll have to eat at some point. Make it happen. So anyway, uh, I think that the answer would be something at Two Brothers okay. for sure. Yeah, stagger in would be cheese sticks. Oh, cheese sticks for sure. Yeah, uh, some wings. If you can mix it up, probably stagger in cheese sticks. Is, stagger in stagger in cheese sticks. Is the appetizer. Some doggy style wings and. Uh, the single clucking wide. I don't want the the double. That's too much. Too much. Yeah, and I, yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, Jace Caldwell, being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan is hard. Imagine being a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan and only having you know no thumbs. That's even harder. If you were calling the shots, what would be the, some of the things you would do to get them back to their former glory? First off, let's define former glory. What is the former glory of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? They've won one Super Bowl. Not that the Saints haven't either, but they've been a lot more consistent. Uh, but that said, I don't want to take any more shots. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to release Jameis Winston. He's gone. <clears throat> He's the problem. He is not good. You have to move forward and get rid of him. I would trade him for whatever seventh-round draft pick I could get. If I could get a sixth, I'd call it a win. And then I'm just going to go from there. I'm going to find a new quarterback. You're going to be bad this year. You can't get two, but maybe you can get Justin Herbert or Jake Fr- Jake Fromm to me. is a. He's not going to throw interceptions. So that's what you want, and then you go from there. But the first thing you got to do is get Winston off the roster. Like we were saying a while ago with the Dolphins, in the NFL, that's half the battle. You yeah. just you just find you a quarterback you can count on. Yeah. Are the Saints the Saints are a talented team, but Breeze makes them. Brady the the Patriots are not that talented, but they have Brady. You know that's so. it. The Patriots are pretty talented. They're pretty talented. They, they have guys, especially defensively, but. I mean, they, he has made a career of making no names into superstars. Yeah. So, and I, th- I, I, I fear that Antonio Brown is going to be like when Randy Moss was there. It's just going to be just, just ridiculous. It's, it's probably going to happen. Hayes Brooks, my barbecue buddy, wants to know with gambling becoming legal in more states, is covering the spread the new moral victory and winning but not covering a disappointment? For some, the second one is true. Yeah. You know, good teams win, great teams cover. <laughs> But covering the spread, yeah, it's going to be like if state State's playing LSU, right? And State's a, let's just say a 16-point underdog, and they lose 34-20. Buddy, you did it. You covered. That's about the best you could have hoped for. Yeah, I think I think people would go to church on Sunday, please, with that. Put all your winnings in the pot. <laughs> in the collection plate. Will Jackson has an interesting question. With Kentucky losing Terry Wilson to injury and Tennessee trending way down, is it possible we see Willie Gay this weekend? That's a good question. You might feel comfortable right now with Tennessee saying, "Yeah, we're going to let Willie Gay sit." If that is indeed the plan to like, if the plan isn't to suspend him the first seven or the first yeah. eight games, I, that's, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought of that. But if you if you feel confident, that said, are you confident that Tennessee won't start to turn it around a little bit by then? Well, I mean, you can wait to the last second, but I don't yeah. think they, they still have to play Florida and Georgia. Define turning it around. <laughs> 
they're still going to be one and five or one and four. It's true. Let's see here. It, it's still, if you made me guess, I would guess Willie does not play. play. But but you, you have at least sparked my interest I'm so, to see. <laughs> I'm still so I'm so interested to see if Autry plays. Me too. I, I, I'm going to be really confused if he doesn't if he's suspended. I'm going to be really confused. <clears throat> Kevin Wright, who is a no good Manchester City fan, wants to know. Are we overvaluing LSU? Beat a directional Georgia team and put up points while beating a no-defense Big 12 team. Hey, ask that quality. I think well, we sort of talked about it then, but yeah, I don't think that we are because they would not have beaten this team in the way they're beating them a season ago. They do, they do look different. They look different. So yeah. Do you listen to other podcasts, sports or non-sports? The only one I really – I listen to a couple. I listen to the Jericho podcast because he has interesting guests. Uh, and then I occasionally will listen to the rewatchables. Uh, on, from the Ringer, I like that podcast. Uh, I listen to the Jim Ross podcast every mm-hmm. now and then. You know, grilling Jr. Good God! Yeah, uh, depending on topic, yeah. I, I'm real selective with some of that stuff. But Jericho and Austin, and so, depending on their guests, depending yeah. on the topic, depending on whatever, I listen to those a lot. Jericho gets interesting guests beyond wrestling too. Yeah. for me. So. Um, I, I listen to the Baseball Tonight podcast a good bit, pretty much every day. Not every day, but most most days. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several true crime deals that I've listened to off and on. Um, went through both seasons of In the Dark. Um, both of those are really good, by the way, if you like that kind of thing and you yeah. haven't listened to those. But uh, Including season two, which was about right here in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, th- th- those are some. But, yeah, I listen to several several different podcasts. Okay. Uh, this next question, set of questions comes from Clint Kelly. Wants to know, do you listen to Brandon Walker's new college football podcast? I have listened to it once. I, I, I have explored it. I've not yeah. sat there and listened to the whole I had, thing. Where did I? I was driving to New Orleans, and I decided to listen to it on the way down. So, yeah. I listened to the first one, I guess. Uh, how do you feel about Barstool investing heavily in college coverage? Good for the collegiate level or potential bad? I don't think I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a good thing. I mean, thing. just look at their popularity. There's an audience <laughs> for it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know that I'm necessarily the audience for it, but there is an audience for it. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it is that it's bad for it. There, there are people that that want their entertainment shaped that way, and hey, yeah. to each their own. No, I think it's it's a it's a good thing to be totally honest with you because it, it's it's going to be a different way of looking at it. You know, it's it's going to be less you know serious of college game. Like, yeah, honestly, if if the if their show came to Starkville, I think that would be really fun. I mean, they're appropriately named. They got they got to get they got to get Brandon Walker home, right? They have to bring him to Starkville. You would think. Game. You would yeah. think. Yeah, but yeah, it's appropriately named because it's like a, a bunch of folks sitting at a bar. I want to see Dave. That's how they talk I want to see about Dave's Dark Horse Tavern on the pizza review. <laughs> I want to see that. All right, uh, let's see here. Clint Kelly also. I heard a couple of friends mention Kylan Hill in a walking boot on campus today. Have you heard anything about this? I think we should give some people some 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 yeah. direction here. These guys wear walking boots all the time. All the time. They they just provide a little extra. They know they're gonna be walking around. It's like they're taping up their ankle. Yeah. That's it. I don't know if Kylan was in one, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was. Just yeah, he's just doing it's, it's completely precautionary. So, so many times when we've Dak done, wore one like oh, his all whole the, yeah, all yeah the his time. whole senior year he never you couldn't find him. Uh, he should have worn two because that would have protected both of his shins. <laughs> but so many times when we when we do these football interviews with players in the middle of the week, um, a lot of times throughout the last five years, they come up there with boots on. Yeah. Like, it just, they, they just it's protective. It gives them a little extra stability if yeah. they've got a banged-up ankle or something. And these guys so are always we, banged up. So. Yeah, so so I could very easily see <laughs> Kylan walking around in a walking boot, but that doesn't mean anything for his availability. The walking bully wants to know, what's our best place for breakfast in Starkville on a Saturday? You don't have a ton of options. No. You got Starkville Cafe. You got the Biscuit Lady, Biscuit Shop. Uh, you know, City Bagel's gone now. Yeah. 
Um, there's that new bakery downtown, Proof. Um, and then you got Waffle House. I, have, I haven't had it, but isn't there like the cinnamon roll big buns? Oh yeah, or big something buns. There yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. They they, they are available there, as well too. I have I took my kids there. That the the name is not a misnomer. They the buns are, are big. They are big buns there. They're like, it was enough for my kids. They ate half, and then we took half home. Yeah. So it's not a breakfast joint, but I might also suggest you stopping by Strange Brew Coffee House. They got they got food there. They do, yeah. including just fresh fresh baked goods. Did not did not did not partake, but they had some humongous cinnamon rolls themselves there the other day. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's see here. Ray Campbell wants to know if for fun, if MSU had to change colors from maroon and white, what team colors would you like to see them in? I don't know if you remember this. A few years ago, somebody on Reddit or whatever, they they did a color flip on everybody's rival. So I've got, I've got the picture. So state was red and blue. Red and blue, and Ole Miss was maroon and white, and it is an abomination before God and man. It is not like it's unsettling. So I can't. I mean, that's the thing about these college colors, you know. Like you think about like, talking about Tampa Bay a few minutes ago, right? When I grew up, Tampa Bay was that creamsicle orange, right? Now they're more of that you know, dark orange with the pewter. Pro teams can get away with this. College teams cannot. A college team will never like change their their most basic colors. Yeah. Even Oregon, at the end of the day, is going to have green and gold in their colors. That you know, this isn't going to be a popular thing to say, but to me, maroon is just not a very like attractive color. Yeah. Like just to to wear around kind of deal. Now I know that that's blasphemy to say with it with it being you know maroon and maroon Fridays and everything like that, but like. From a basic what you wear every day perspective, like red and blue does match a little better with stuff than maroon, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, I, that's why, you know, two of those things are primary colors and yeah. maroon is not. Um, Maroon's not even a secondary color. You got to mix like two or three things to get to maroon. <laughs> um, but anyway, if they had to change, I don't know, incorporate black somehow. Because I really do <laughs> like states. Yeah. When they, when, they, when they mix in black with stuff, I. I think you can't go wrong much with that, but uh oh. Oh gosh. I'm showing him this is a This is the maroon and white Ole Miss. Yeah. This is, is that AJ Brown? That's Laquan. Okay. That's Laquan Treadwell. I I don't I, I let me see if I can find it. It's it's a it's a picture of Dak. Hold on. Wearing red and blue? Yeah. Uh let me see if I can find it. Well, I wanna get I wanna see if I can get the uh the reaction here. Dak, Dak, Dak. Nope, I don't have it. I don't have it anymore. Oh well, I don't have it. But anyway, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, it just it's offset. It's it's unsettling. It doesn't look right. You know, there's something in your brain that just isn't allowed. It's like to finding out your mom doesn't love you or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we? I right, got a couple questions here from David Boren. Are you? Con- right, this is a Braves question for you. Are you concerned with Mike Soroka? If, Soroka. Soroka. If so. Do you think a phantom injured list stint will do him good, or should they just skip his start at least once in the rotation? Uh, I'm not concerned. I mean, he hadn't been as dominant as he's been. I do think that – because, look, the Braves should clinch this thing probably in the next week and a half or so. I do think that he, they could benefit by skipping him a start, skipping a turn in the rotation, just letting him letting him rest up a little bit and get, get ready for the postseason. But, I mean, look, he, he's gone far beyond at this point, I guess, any – amount of innings he's thrown in the season before. So you could probably expect a little bit of drop-off at this point. But he's still – he's given up a few more homers than we're used to seeing lately. But he's really good, man. I think he's going to be top of the, that rotation for a long time. So, no, I, I I wish he wouldn't kind of struggling a little bit at the moment. And, and him struggling, it'd, it'd be fine for some other guys. So, yeah, I, 
he hadn't been the dominant guy he is, but I'm not too worried about it. Who's your number four starter in the NLDS right now? Fulte or Tehran? Uh, I'd probably say Julio. Okay. Because he's been so he's been more consistent all year long, and I think Fulte out of the pen could be filthy. Yeah. Pick two teams that aren't Alabama, Clemson, Georgia for the college football championship. If Alabama and Georgia aren't in, it means LSU's in, right? Mm-hmm. Oklahoma is the other one. That'd be mine. Yeah. That's pretty easy. Yeah. It's. I mean, there's not just not a lot of options. Uh, let's see here. And last one. If Brian Haydad never utters putrid, does it bring doubt to the things that are true? Well, if the things are good, I don't have a lot to say. You know, I can't say things. But it, when, when, trust me, Adam. When something is putrid, I will tell you. You can count on me. <laughs> I promise. No, I guarantee that it will happen. So, and that's it. That's it for today on the Rumblings. All right, tomorrow's show, uh, we're going to be talking to Kellis Robinette of the Wichita Eagle. Wichita Eagle. He will get on with us to uh, preview Mississippi State versus Kansas State from the Wildcat perspective. So we'll have that plus a lot more for you uh, tomorrow. Until then, for Joel T. Coleman, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.